Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. I'm delighted to welcome Christoph Matthew. He's the CEO of Brittany Ferries to the Executive Chair. Christoph, you're very welcome to the programme. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming in, Christoph. Now, I believe uh, you grew up in Lille in France. Uh, tell us a little bit about your early years. Well, I think I was a good boy. Uh, <laughs> I worked reasonably well at school uh, in Lille uh, with the loving uh, parents and all of that. And uh, later on in my life, uh, I applied for a job in Brittany Ferries in Plymouth for work. And that's when my life took a, ch- a bit of a, ch- a turn from the north of France to Brittany. And I noticed that, uh, that you joined... Uh was it the accounts team in the Plymouth office? So that was, were you an accountant or had you studied finance or what was your route to getting that first job? I had a general business uh, um, master degree, but I joined Brittany Ferries because at the time in France, you had to do national service, right? And that's where there is a bit of a story. But if you found a French company that would give you a mission abroad for 18 months, a particular mission, you could replace your national service by going to work for this. Okay. So I didn't know much about Brittany Ferries. I wrote to many companies, but they gave me this opportunity to go to work in their accounts. Department. And that was better than doing national service? Absolutely. Well, it was more interesting because all my mates that had done it, they didn't find that year particularly enriching, okay. boring. So yeah. oh, there's something more, far more interesting to do. Long story short, I ended up in Plymouth. I was supposed to stay for this 18-month contract. 31 years on, there I am, CEO of Brittany Ferries. Good man, that's great. And, and we were also told that you met your wife uh, in, in those early days in Plymouth, yeah? I did, and she happens to be Spanish. No, isn't that great? That's where, you know, a lot of things in my little life has, uh, have connected or reconnected with one another, because... Um, I met my Spanish wife, but of course, Brittany Ferries has developed to Spain a lot since I'm a CEO. Maybe there's a bit of something in there. <laughs> yeah. um, that your wife might influence some of those yeah, decisions. she may have done, she may yeah. have done. Uh, uh, so it's all about um, France, Ireland, England, Spain, my life. Yeah. My wife, my life, my, everything is about those four countries. And as it happened, Brittany Ferries operate between those four countries. Uh, just, just tell us a little bit then about your career progression within Brittany Ferries. So, you started in Plymouth uh, in the accounts department. The accounts department, they, they kept me on. They gave me a job uh, to be, um, I think, marketing analyst at the time. Then I went to do duty operation manager. Then I went to set up the yield management. Then I was transferred to Roscoff as the controller, business controller. But then I took on the strategic and commercial um, executive VP back in 2009, and I became CEO in 2016. So, so you're, you're a true lifer in oh, Brittany yeah, Ferries. Absolutely. I, I didn't know that. <laughs> it's running through your blood. Yeah. Why change if you love it? <laughs> so let's talk about the business then. So we've got 12 ships connecting France, the United Kingdom, Spain and Ireland via 14 maritime routes. So has that changed a lot over the the decades that you've been with the business? I think phase one, we developed significantly uh, the, the UK-Spain. 
And then we'll come to the last five years and Brexit to some extent, because then I think we've had a phase now of development out of Ireland. Because when I first, or let's say five, six years ago, BF to Ireland was basically one call a week yeah. from Roscoff to Cork. Now, moving on, we six calls a week, two from Cherbourg to Rosslare, two because we've doubled Roscoff Cork, and of course we've opened also this route between Bilbao and Rosslare with two calls a week in Rosslare. And so, one question that would be of very interest to our listeners is, if you take Brittany Ferries pre-Brexit and post-Brexit, so obviously there's lost opportunity within the UK, but there's new opportunity within the connection between uh, Ireland and France and Ireland and Spain. So overall, has it been better for your business? If I could turn back the <laughs> clock, would I wish for Brexit not to happen? I think philosophically, yes. Right. But for the business, it wasn't bad, in fact, because today I would say that uh, we're not too far from where we were in 2019 in terms of British people traveling to France or Spain. Okay. But to the very point that we've grown and developed nicely the Irish connection, because like I was saying, from one call a week to six, uh, we're now almost carrying 300,000 passengers on our Irish routes. So I guess Brexit wasn't too bad because it gave us this opportunity to develop a lot more out of Ireland because, of course, the freight... Uh, as you know, a lot of freight yeah. now coming and going out of Ireland is going direct to the continent because to avoid going through the UK. And, you know, in, yeah, I think it was in effect quite an opportunity, this Brexit thing for us in BF because we've developed a lot. Okay. Uh, and when, when we look at freight versus, uh, I suppose, tourists, mm -hmm. in, in terms of the overall business, w would freight be... Uh, a signi the significant contributor? No, well, it is a significant contributor, but to the point, it is a contributor because Brittany faces about 75% of our turnover comes from the passenger. Does it? That's good. And 25 from freight. Although we were created, by the way, I uh, forgot to mention because that's one of the particularities of BF, uh, we were created by farmers in Brittany to transport and export their production in the UK back yeah. in the 70s. They're still our owners, the farmers. Are they? Yeah. yeah. And that's what also makes us a bit of a, let's say, different company because I think uh, having farmers as main shareholders brings um, a different view. They are very much in the long-term business, but they're also very committed to social and their social environment. And that's where the story goes also that we only operate French flag vessels with French or France-based seafarers. Yeah. And we, very, we feel very strongly <clears throat> about that. We're very proud about that. But to the point that they created us as a freight company, but 50 years on, 75% of our business, in fact, relates to passenger. And, you know, as you say, uh, 45 years servicing Ireland of, the 50, of those 50 years, 2,500 employees including 600 seafarers, it's a significant business uh, with, with lots of people uh, contributing and lots of people to manage. Yeah. Sorry, uh, it's not 600 seafarers out of 2,500. It's the reverse. It's 600 at shore 
and the rest seafarers, right? Because although okay. we would be many in the offices. <laughs> okay. No, it's important to have most of the people yeah. at sea, yeah? Sure. <laughs> people will think, well, there's a lot of people in the office, not many people in the boat. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's a big enough company. And, and like I say, we've grown um, steadily, but always very faithful to our DNA, our core values that have been always carried by our shareholders, by our founders. Yeah, it's interesting when you talk about, you know, the turmoil that was Brexit, uh, COVID, you know, and now that you've you've emerged from that almost a new business in that you're, you've got new roots and you're now bringing uh, more Spanish visitors taking the ferry to Ireland than are taking them to the UK. Like, that is significant. They're significant... I suppose, demographic changes. Uh, yeah. And they, they present good opportunity for your business. And also it says a lot about how um, how strong uh, Ireland, the, the image of Ireland is uh, over the world because to the point, so we've opened up this route between Ireland and Spain and next last year we put a bigger ship so we really had uh, capacity to grow and we grew. But the f- absolutely fascinating thing for Ireland and for us is that we've carried more Spanish people coming to Ireland on that route with two calls a week yeah. than we've carried to the UK with six calls a week. So That's that amazing. attraction from the Spanish people, basically to <coughs> put it short, the Spanish people seem to be far more attracted to visit Ireland than they are to visit Britain. And... Um, at the moment, on this route, we've got about 80% Irish passenger and 20% Spanish passenger. But uh, next year, we're hoping to increase again the number of Spanish. And whilst I've got the mic, I, I can also uh, give a bit hello, uh, hello to our friends of Tourism Island because we're doing a really great job with them in promoting Ireland uh, in Spain and in France too, of course. But um, yeah, we're hoping to grow that. But Ireland is definitely a very popular destination for a lot of people. Does it take a long time to get a route uh, profitable? In other words, building a route to profitability, does it, or I presume it varies from route to route, some of them? Uh, it's a very interesting <clears throat> question, and I would say ferry, unlike other type of shipping, is the school of patience. And to your point, I think you get to three years, we always give ourselves three years to get to where we want to be because right. you, need to, you need to get the route knowns. You need to, on the freight side, you need to get the logistics to adapt. And, and ferry is very much a continuation of the road. So you need to be patient and you need to be also stable. You can't just um, uh, close, close route, open route. You need stability and patience. So to answer your question, three years is normally what we give to be successful. So from an Irish perspective, routes to Cork, routes to Rosslare, Dublin never on the horizon? Dublin never port? Say never. Never, never say, say never? Never say never. Yeah. I'm very open-minded to own many things. So like a cat, we always adapt. So if the port of Dublin wants to talk to us, uh, they would always be welcome. Or likewise, we may even try to talk to the port of Dublin. Okay. All right, who knows? Well, we'll leave it there. It's a very interesting business and a business that's undergone huge change in a positive way. 
uh, serving Ireland for 45 years. My pleasure to talk today to Christoph Matthew, uh, CEO of Brittany Ferries. Thanks for joining us, Christoph. Thank you very much. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.